hit the record button, and then are you ready to go live? Yeah, my shit is All everywhere. Right. Fuck it, who cares? <laughs> All right, so basically we'll open it up, and then we'll ask you, you know, tell us a little about yourself, and then we'll go from there. The conversation will go. Sounds good, bro. All right. Tell me when we're live. All right, we're live. Uh, good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, welcome to the Pillar Talk podcast. I'm sitting here with the dream killer, Lorenzo Hood, man. What's up, bro? Uh, What's going on, man? How y'all doing? Oh, we're doing great over here, man. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. Man, uh, pro MMA fighter. Been fighting for a long time. You know, uh, just continuing to grind, you know, just continue to push forward. Uh, you know, just a regular dude, man. You know, the dude just refused to give up on whatever he wanted. You know, so right. And uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I just keep it real. I just keep working hard, and that's kind of what it is, man. Uh, how long have you been fighting? Uh, I would say it's been about ten years, uh, on and off. Um, you know, I had took some time away to get my mind right, get my body right. Uh, I had a surgery. Um, so you know, honestly, about eight years. But ten years total. Ten, oh, nice! And uh, your record is twelve and four. You're on a three win streak, I hear. Four, fifteen, fifteen and four. I know Tapology has it. They're finally starting to update it. Oh, fifteen and four. That's even yeah, better. Fifteen and four. <laughs> the, yeah. And uh, they said you're on a three uh, three win uh, win streak right now. Yep, yep. Three five win streak since coming back from uh, being injured. Yeah. Yep. Your last fight was uh, April second. April 2nd. Yep, yeah, April 2nd uh, for Valor Fighting Challenge. All them 15, was all them 15 wins in the first round knockout, TKO? Yep, oh, all 15 God. first round knockouts. So you do stop dreams, eh? <laughs> man, you, you know, um, I, you know, we don't ever look for the knockouts, man. You know, we just kind of just go with whatever's there, and, and if it happens to be that, then it happens to be that. You know, I think, um, you know, when you get to a point where, I think it's always good to know that, you have the ability to put somebody out with one punch or kick, you know, but I think uh, I never want to rely on that. You know, I, I try not to even think about it. I right. literally just go into the fight, and I think in my head I'm like, if I have to land, you know, 10,000 punches, then I'll land 10,000 punches. But, you know, if I can land one and put them out, then, hey, you know, I bless. Yeah, <laughs> a better fucking fight. You know, you didn't have to exert that much energy. Hell yeah, dude. Yeah, and- man, you know, it's, the least damage you can take in a fight, always the better, man. This is a rough sport. Yeah, the, the, dude, I noticed that uh, all your fights, the heavyweight fights, you guys bang that shit out. You, you you bring the fucking action, bro. You guys are fucking scrapping the whole time, dude. Yeah. I try to, man. You know, I try to, I try to pride myself on being a different breed of heavyweight. You know, I always talk about it. It's something that I've been preaching about since I came back in the, in the comic sports is, you know, like, the heavyweight division, man, you know, sometimes it can get really boring and stagnant when you watch it, uh, you know, watching Bellator or UFC, and you're watching these fights, and you're like, man, some of these fights are so boring, you know, and, uh, you know, I, I mean, I know I heard it to train and to be a professional at the highest level, but, you know, for me, it's like, I, you know, I want it to be exciting, regardless of what happens, like, I want to make it exciting, you know, so I train super hard to not be just a regular, typical heavyweight, you know, as far as, you know, being athletic, being a a really high-level kickboxer, being able to do different things that people don't see big dudes do, you know? Right. 
And then, and then, well, clearly it's doing something. You got contender series coming up. Yeah, yeah. Dana White's contender series, man. You're fighting a, a badass from Poland, I hear. Yeah, definitely, man. He's a, a tough dude. Uh, I am, you know, a complete all-around MMA guy. You know, uh, I love the matchup, man. I think it's a great matchup. I, you know, I've been excited. Uh, it's a really good test. It's a really good, uh, really good opponent. And obviously, you know, um, both of us are making our debut. So, you know, there we go. Oh yeah, dude! Uh, con- uh, congratulations and good luck. Does yeah, the Dream Killer need a photo shoot? Only, no- only noise over here asking if Dream Killer needs a photo shoot. <laughs> They're from Dayton, <laughs> Dayton, Ohio. No, man, it, Dream Killer. I don't, I'm up for whatever, man. It don't matter. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Oh my God! Only noise. You need to check him out, bro. He really he really fucks people up bro it's 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 actually pretty fun to watch i him. saw you slammed a guy ko'd a guy with a slam dude you limped him bro i said oh my god this dude's serious i'm so glad he's not gonna come in studio and scare me <laughs> <laughs> yeah man you know that fight uh i fought their puerto rican heavyweight champion in puerto rico i'll never forget man those fans were crazy man it was a main event fight against uh I was like Joshua Aranza or Julio Aranza, something like that, man. And that dude had, was undefeated at the time. And, um, you know, like, the fight was supposed to be a heavyweight. That dude came in at, like, 320. You know, uh, man, there was so much crazy stuff going on in that fight. And then I remember, you know, I had picked him up and slammed him, and he blocked in a triangle, and the whole crowd just went crack. I could just hear the crowd, like, feel the crowd screaming because I thought he was going to beat me. And then I remember thinking to myself, like, nah, bro, I can't let this happen today. Not today. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, I picked him up, you know, slammed him, man. He went limp. Uh, but, yeah, you know, you know, I think, I've, I think I have a knockout by every which way. Elbow, knee, kicks, punches, slam. You know, it is what it is. I mean, this is a big step up in competition, but, you know, this is what we train for. You know, this is what you get ready for. Right. This is what your fucking dreams were. How long or how, when did you know you wanted to be a fighter? Dream killers in Chicago. Yeah, yeah, I'm in Chicago. I train in uh, I train in Florida and Chicago both. Um, let's see, uh, fighting man. You know, I always kind of I grew up fighting man. I grew up, you know, my my story for most most people that know already. Like I grew up shit man. I grew up with no shit. If there's poor, I was probably underneath that probably by like five levels, and uh, no no moms no pops. Just raised by my brothers and sisters, and you know I made every wrong fucking choice you could possibly make. So. Uh, I started fighting when I was super young, man, you know, doing all the wrong stuff, so, uh, but as far as, like, being a paid professional, I would say maybe, like, uh, I started thinking about it when I was super young, uh, because I really liked, you know, just, uh, I don't know, there's, like, a, a truth to combat fighting, or even, like, a truth to, like, just a fist fight, you know, you get to find out a lot about yourself, you know, right. it's like, uh, it's like a truth to come, I feel like, you know, when there's nothing you can, you know, when hitting you in the face or you're hitting somebody else you know there's no lies you can tell yourself you know there's no lies that they can tell you it's all yep. truth right there it's all fucking Maybe, I don't know. it's yeah, all skill yeah definitely that's fucking dope man I, I i like to hear that so when did you uh when did you start training with top notch oh uh, so i'm a chicago fight team um yeah man like i said topology has to update their shit man uh, they had their shit forever, but I'm with Chicago Fight Team. 
Um, Chicago fight. Too. I with them now. Uh, let's see, almost a, you know, it's going for pretty much almost a year. In a couple months, it'll be a year. Uh, that's when I came, you know, started really getting back everything. Um, it's been a big change in my career, man. It's changed the train at that gym. You know, we got guys like Lewis Taylor, Bilal Muhammad, you know, Horacio Gutierrez. You know, we got like we got savages, killers over there. You know, guys who are in the UFC, guys who are the million dollar man. You know, like. Our training sessions over there are, you know, legendary in Chicago. Yeah. <laughs> every day that we uh, we strap in from five to nine thirty, and you know, uh, you know, everybody in their heart and we go to work. Yeah, that's fucking sick, dude. Uh, you, so you said you specialize in kickboxing. Uh, what do what else you got uh, under the belt? I mean, everything. You know, like uh, everyone's been asking me about this fight, you know, and, and like what I think, and and honestly, I mean, if if we grapple. You know, then I'll dump him on his head, and if we stand up, then you know we hit him in the face or hit him wherever the opening is. You know, but I'm I'm comfortable wherever the fight goes. If you would ask me that question probably two three years ago, I probably would have told you like the fight has to stay standing because you know that's that was it. But and now I'm super comfortable in, in in all the aspects of my game and, uh, and only getting better. You know, so it's 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 exciting for me, man, because I get to learn every single day. Like I'm always constantly learning. You know, I go to I go to you know, my job is to train. My job is to get better, and and every day I feel like, uh, you know, Chicago fight team and, and with my coaches Paul Reinhardt, Roberto Ramirez, I feel like every day I get to go and learn something new. So, you know, I feel like uh, it's never a boring day. That's fucking awesome. Uh you you did you retire in 2016 because of that surgery? Yeah, you know, so I from 2014 to 2016, you know, I was. I, was, I did an interview here recently, and I was telling people uh, I was able to do, like, in two years, I probably did six minutes of wrestling, maybe ten minutes of jiu-jitsu, zero cardio, because my knees were so messed up, man. Uh, like, I couldn't train at all. It was horrible. And uh, I still was winning, but then, like, I had had some fights that I should have won, but, I, you know, whatever. You know, things happen, you lose, obviously, but... Um, you know, after that, in 2016, I was like, all right, I can't do this no more. Like, I was like, I can't I can't take a loss just because I can't, you know, because I can't feel my leg. I can't, you know, use my knees the way I want to. I can't be athletic. I have no explosion, you know. And then, obviously, cardio is a huge aspect of fighting, man, you know. So, yeah. like, when you can't train cardio and you're fighting at the highest levels or you're fighting high-level guys and you know you have, you know, whatever, 30 seconds, a minute, two minutes to pass, Dude, it's, it's a real mental drain on you. So uh, in 2016, you know, I took, uh, I stepped away. I was like, all right, man, I got to get healthy. I got to get my knee fixed. I got to get the surgeries I needed. I ended up having uh, three surgeries on my on my leg and my knee that I, I had been, like, desperately needing. And so I was off from 2016 to 2018. Two years out. And wh- uh, what did you, you do to have to uh, get back up to fighting uh, on that knee? Tough, man. It was tough. And in 2018, I fought, and then I took more time off because it still wasn't right. And see, for me, the key was like being able to wrestle and do jujitsu every day because I wasn't doing it at all. I knew that like I was getting away with it. You know, in the early part of my career, I knew like if going to uh, the UFC and Bellator were going to be the things that I wanted to do. You know, I knew that I had to have those things up to par, man. So, you know, I fought again in 2018. I won the first round, and then I was like, I'm taking my time off. I just want to wrestle for the next year or two. And 
you know, so that's what I did. I did just nonstop wrestling, nonstop jujitsu for two years. And then I, you know, God was doing boxing and turned up fighting. Um, and then obviously we came back and hit the MMA scene hard, uh, you know, last year and then uh, this year again. Oh. And then how many fights have you got since 2018? Say again? Uh, how many fights have you had since 2018? must have been trying on your body Woo. back-to-back fights like that i, I um, you know, I, I like to yeah, hear your recovery you know, it, for stories. me it's not like i much you know you just got to take care of your body really well and um you know like i, I obviously i'm not like your super fluffy heavyweight um you know so like i take care of my body really well now um nutrition you know i, I kind of really I treat my body like it's supposed to, as opposed to before where, you know, I was just like, oh, listen, my body is what it is. It's going to be, it's going to be awesome no matter what. I can just eat it, Pop-Tarts and sugar, and then I'll be all right. You right. Know? But now I, I truly understand what it's like to, you know, to be a professional and know that you have to do your body with the right things, especially, you know, it's, it's, it's a brutal sport on your body. So if you're not taking care of your body, then, uh, man, I, I, good luck to you. Yeah. Well, it's paying off, dude. You're going to the you're going to the contender series now, bro. It's paying off big time. Yeah, man. Hopefully, you know, you know. Hopefully, you know, we'll fight in August, and then, uh, you know, they can let then uh, get a year. UFC, you know, then hopefully December, January, you know, fight uh, and one of the fight nights or a UFC card. You know, that's kind of the goal right now. Uh, mm. But obviously, it starts with August, so you know, we go out there. And, we need to do take care of business you know so how does the contender series work do you how many fights do you have to do in this contender series so i mean i, I don't know about anyone else but like uh so you get you know you it, depending on where you are who you are i'm guessing uh like you know like we got a, a five fight deal from them from the u.s okay. so we fight in the contender series and then um I, I assume looking at how it goes I think that's the only fight on the contender series. The rest are in the UFC, in the actual UFC. So, oh, okay. Whether it's a review or, or whatnot, you know. And then I know some guys like have to like fight for their contracts, and I mean, every contract is different. You know, I can't speak for anyone else's. Right. Oh man, so you're gonna be fucking. Oh, we're gonna see you on the. Uh, hopefully, I see you on the undercard, and then like the main card, and then the main event one. Yeah, that's man. what I'm waiting to see. That's the goal, man. No, the goal. I, since I've ever stepped foot into, you know, uh, the octagon and, and any octagon, you know, um, it's always been to just, you know, obviously go out there and, and put on a performance. But not only put on a performance, but, you know, just to show people that, you know, 
you know, if you want to be the baddest man on the planet, you got to go out there and you got to leave everything on the line. And, uh, you know, like me, uh, it's super tough getting fights, man. You know, my, my whole career I've had so many people cancel fights, and I've ended up having, you know, like, one of the biggest things here all the time, actually, I did a podcast last night, and they said, like, you know, the biggest knock on you is that, you know, you fought a lot of guys that, you know, weren't super worthy or whatever the case was. And I was like, hey, listen, like, the one thing you can go back and ask all the promoters about me is I always see the fight whoever I care less, you know. But at the end of the day, like, if I'm in a fighting camp and I'm spending money and I'm losing weight and I'm getting in shape and that guy decides he doesn't want to do it or that guy decides, they say, hey, we have a you know, whatever, whatever his record is, like, I don't care. I'm just saying yes, you know, but right. now's the opportunity, now's the chance to go out there and, uh, you know, go out there and, and do what needs to be done, you know, and it's a, it's a great feeling. Listen, man, at the end of the day, like, I was just a regular dude who refused to give up. That's pretty much all it was. You know, right. just work hard and continue every day and give better. And, you know, you can do things like that. You know, sometimes you, you're blessed and sometimes you're not, you know, kind of yeah. the way it goes. Give it, give yourself uh, one option only is to fucking do this and keep going. Yeah. Give, uh, what's the uh, future hold for Lorenzo Hood? You can't really. If you give yourself a way out, then, you know, you'll take the way out. Man, hopefully, um, hopefully they're getting 2020. You know, I'll be fighting for a heavyweight championship belt in the UFC. You know, that would be, that'd be the sick. ultimate goal. Um, yeah, I would say hopefully in 2023, man, like maybe going into, uh, you know, the beginning of that year, that would be uh, the ultimate uh, goal. Or if not the end of 2022, man, who do you Who do you, you be fighting either, either Nagano or... or a blessing, you know, I, I think... Uh, yeah, that would be a blessing. You'd be fighting Nagano as of right now. I don't see, I don't see many people taking that. Nagano or him. who? Nagano, Nagano's got the belt now, man. Who do you want to fight? Yeah, with? yeah. I mean, yeah. You know, for me, man, I, I want to fight whoever, man. You know, like, uh, it, it is what it is. It's not really. Uh, I think in this business now, especially in the UFC. Uh, at the heavyweight division, you know, everybody gets hard. Everybody can knock you out. Everybody can, you know, get out. So, you know, I think it's just a matter of going out there and just doing something different, man. I I think me versus Nganu would be a great match. You know, obviously, you know, you know, obviously that's what I'm after. So if Nganu holds the belt, then it's Nganu. If, if it's John Jones, you know, then it's John Jones. It's, if whoever it is, you know, that they got to get it, man, because... Uh, I, I like it accomplished too. Yeah, shoot, shoot yes, for sir. the top. Fuck it, man. Just go right for the top, bro. Taking heads the whole way. Man, that's cool. That's fucking real cool. I like that. And so, what yeah, did you I mean, think? You just gotta, you just gotta be ready for whoever, man. Yeah, you gotta, you gotta just train. You gotta keep, keep that body right. Keep that shit right. Keep that mind right, so you can, you're ready for the next competition. What? Uh, how did you like get a? Get, how did the contender series get a hold of you? Man, man, the mental part of the game is huge. Yeah. Oh man, um, my management. They talked to my management. So we were in negotiations with uh, the UFC for a little bit of time, and we were trying to figure out. Obviously, 
best course of uh, of action for, for on both sides. You know, they and the Tender Series option uh, presented itself. It kind of fit into what my management team, um, dream management, was after and what they were looking for. And so I think that's how I built it. And obviously, um, you know, the UFC was talking to them, and we were kind of, you know, we knew we were kind of on that radar. We knew we were already kind of like almost there. We were just kind of like waiting. And then uh, we were just going to keep fighting, you know. So, And I said that for those who follow me on Facebook or, you know, live videos. I said I'm just gonna fight every month or two until they let us in, and obviously, obviously, you know, we're listening and uh, they were able to, uh, you know, work on a deal, and then here we are now. Come August, uh, the biggest fight of my entire life, and looking forward. Oh yeah, dude. I'm some dude. I'm proud of you, bro. That's fucking dope. I I think that's fucking. Uh, you got a good opportunity in front of you, and I think you got the headspace to do it. Uh. You're a fucking athlete, bro. You 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 played football too, didn't you? Played. Oh, hello. I'm sorry. What'd you say, brother? You broke up a little bit. Oh, uh, I, I said you you're just built like an athlete. You played football too, didn't you? Technical difficulties? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I play pro ball. Okay. Was that a uh, the, the Chicago Blitz? Was that like a like a professional sports team, like the AFL, right? Yeah, yeah I played the AFL in Canada. Uh, I played a year practice squad. Uh, man, I played ball all over, man. Uh, I, I played in uh, NFL Europe. Uh, man, I was playing ball everywhere. Um you know, that was, that was my rugby football were my original loves. And, um, you know, but obviously, you know, it's just kind of how that goes. It's one of those things where, you know, I actually just wanted to uh, do a way of training. I was trying to uh, just, like, get more active and get better hands, you know, because I played defense end. So I was trying to get better hands, hand work. And so I was going to uh, my buddy's gym and training, you know, boxing and kickboxing. Um, and stuff like that, and ended up going to one of their amateur fights, man, and uh, the amateur that was supposed to fight that got got sick or something happened in the back room, and the promoter of the show asked, you know, if anybody knew any heavyweights that could fight last minute, and they walked up to me, and I was like, hell no, I'm not doing this. And I was like, this shit looks brutal, you know, and uh, like 30 minutes later, man, I was standing there, sitting in the octagon with a pair of Walmart shorts on, and a Youth Cup, and I cleared my mouthpiece from, uh, from Walmart, and then uh, I was fighting. That was my first amateur fight. Did you whoop his ass? Yeah, I won in like 17 seconds. I knocked him out. <laughs> nice, dude. And some Walmart shorts. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'll never forget, man. I had a used, I had, someone had gave me a used up. Uh, I had a pair of blue, dark blue Walmart shorts with... Like one of those ninety-nine cent mouthpieces, man, and I'll never forget that uh, that experience, man. I was I was so scared, I was so nervous, man. That uh, I don't even think I remember from start to finish. I literally just remember the fight being over, and I remember being so scared that I was like, "Oh man, like I just hope that I don't uh, just get whooped on." And uh, right. yeah, one, <laughs> you know, I ended up fought, I fought, and 
think I fought like nine, ten fights as an amateur. I won all those in the, in the first round, and then uh, it was just kind of like a fun experience. It became more fun than there's anything. But, you know, I took my bumps and bruises along the way. You know, mentally was mentally has always been the biggest part of of my headspace that I had to uh, to learn and develop. So I think the break for me in 2016 to where we're at now in my life and career, um, the biggest thing for me is just brain, like where I'm at in my head and and how strong my mental game is. You know, that's the, the one thing as an athlete, whatever sport it is, I feel like the one thing that we don't talk about enough uh, is being mentally, mentally and physically fit. Because you can train your body to the best point, you know, to the point where your body no longer needs anything. And, but if you don't train your mind, you know, your mind will quit and make your body quit before anything. Yep. So, you know, it's very important. You know, the one thing I tell people now is you got to train your mind as well as your body and uh, even probably more so than your body because your mind will take you to places that that you never thought you could ever reach a lot of people a lot of people are realizing that right now that that fucking that positive mindset and that that clear headspace really does do a lot of different shit to motherfuckers and and it, yeah, man, it, helps you focus on the fucking helps you focus what you go ahead no, I was gonna say, yeah, you're right, man. I'm focused on the task above it. Not only that, man, just you know, manifestation of, of what you want and uh, being able to, you know, believe in yourself, man. Because a lot of the times, you know, the self doubts and all those things that creep into your mind, you know, things. Are, you know, when you're going into a fight with another man who wants to kill you, you know, you got to be as clear-minded as possible. You got to be able to to kind of free and flow and feel everything that's going around you. You don't want anything in the way of that you know. So especially. You know, um, you know, with it being like, you know, such a big stage, you know, you kind of just, you know, kind of minimize that moment and you just kind of live in that moment. And, and when you can kind of get to that spot where you start to uh, let all those things kind of, you can believe in yourself, you believe in the skill, you believe everything that you're doing, you kind of don't worry so much about anything else other than what happened. You become a dangerous individual, you know? Right. Are you, are you, uh, are you, are you intimidated by fighting in front of all these fans like that the UFC can bring? No, man. No, not at all. I, I'm, I'm excited, man. Like, I, I'm, I'm a guy who loves excitement, man. I love exciting. You know, I love to, whether I'm a fan or whether I'm participating, you know, I, I want people that I want, I want to hear the crowd, whether they're booing or they're cheering, you know. I want to, you know, nothing like, you know, there's nothing like having a crowd, you know, whether, again, whether you're the hometown guy or you're the wee guy, I'm or you know, the favorite. Like, there's nothing like hearing fans go crazy. You know right. what I mean? And, and the best thing about it, too, is, like, you know, if you're doing stuff, you know, you knock somebody out with something crazy in front of, you know, 10, 15, 20, 50,000 people. Oh, my goodness. The thrill right now gives me chills thinking about it. <laughs> that's good shit. that's awesome dude and and then just hearing them especially when like like the two fighters come out banging dude i be i be in my house watching tv screaming bro i love that shit i'll be trying to fight my friends that i'm watching the fight with like dude do you see what they're fucking doing <laughs> and then hearing that does 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 hearing the cheering and shit yeah, like man, that nothing like watching a good fight man you know? yep when you hear that cheering, do you want to do you want to fight better? Or yeah, do you, you know, do you, like when you when you you 
you got some technical issues right now. Or, you know, you might, um, so, in you know, but you kind of, uh, you know, you hear that screaming, you hear that. Do-do. He's having service issues. Yep. Hang on a second. Just see if he comes back. We'll go to the go to the comments real quick. Yep. It says uh pressure, that people are gonna pressure makes diamonds, hard situation creates superstars because they need mad re- need it. Mad respect. Yep. Only noise says he'd come out to Chicago if he wanted to do a hype video for the next fight. Need mm-hmm. some content. Jeremy says, uh, swear you got to be a beast with a name like Lorenzo. <laughs> says, watch some of his film on YouTube, Beast. Dude, that's what we were watching earlier. We were like, shit, bro. That's the. I'm going to tune in to all your fights, TM. TM, I need you to help me keep keep me up to date with the fights. I will, bro. I got you. So I'm going to message. I'm gonna message. <laughs> Go ahead and talk. Oh, oh man, dude! I like to hear that he—he's all about mentality. His he, like you know it—it's it, better to train your mental, and then start training your body. And now you know his his headspace is cleared up, and now the motherfucker he—he's eating right, he's—he's he's working out right, he's treating his body like a temple, and now it's doing something for him. You know, it's actually putting him into the contender series. And, and you know, if Dana White's looking at you, bro, that's the top guy. You know what I'm saying? That's the, that's the guy you want to get to if you start fighting. And no matter where you came from, he came from, he came from a hard time, came from good struggles, bro. Uh, I, I fucking, I, I 100% uh, support this guy. I can't wait to see him. And I do believe, I've seen some of his tapes, and I do believe he's going to be on fucking TV. And I do believe he's going to be one of the contenders for the UFC title. This is, uh, oh, here he is. Here he is. We're back. We're back. Okay. Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys. I don't know, man. Sorry about that. I never had this. I don't really have. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, I've, try uh, try going uh, exiting out and then coming back in, and we might be able to get uh, a good connection again. Because right now you're a little laggy behind us. Yeah. That's all right, bro. We fucking. I, lo- I love the mental. I'm going to leave right now. All right. Yeah, he'll be back. I love the mental, the mental strength that he has, man. I, I like that he puts the his mental first and then everything else falls into place once his once he manifests his dream he does anything he needs to to get to it like i believe that's a good thing that's a good thing that's a great thing it's a good thing to have man you gotta you gotta be fucking you gotta he's investing in into himself he's really taking a true investment into himself and believing in himself 100%. And that's what you got to do. That's the start of creating any dream that you ever thought about. You want to you wanna fucking manifest that shit and then you want to love yourself enough to that you can't do nothing. Hold you to those standards. Yeah. You can't do nothing else but do this. This is what you have to do. Look at yourself in the mirror and be like, dude, I'm doing this shit. I'm doing this shit. I'm doing this shit. No choice. No options whatsoever. 
do it. And then look at, look at this guy. This guy fucking li- grew up in squalor. Comes comes back. Robert says, to, "What's good? What's good, Robert?" Just waiting for him to come back in. Yep. This dude's a monster, yeah. Robert. You need to look up uh, Lorenzo Hood. Look him, look him up on YouTube, Lorenzo Hood, the dream killer. The dude cleans clocks. 15-4 and four professional record. He's a badass. What's up, go. man? Should be good. Glad now. you're back. I was just telling him how badass you were. Sorry about that. I don't know what. You know what? I'm driving. Uh, I'm driving. We got, we got, we got some of the, uh, some of the viewers yeah, there. You know, we were just saying, you know, we were just talking. About, I, I... No, you keep going. Some of the viewers, what? Oh, we were just telling no, some no, of the viewers. No, no, vi- nothing, man. I'm just saying, you know, for me, it's. Shit. I'm sorry. You're, you're lagging a little bit. A little bit behind. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, I don't know why, uh, oh, my shit is so laggy. You know what? Give me uh, one more. I'm gonna plug this in and, and uh, change this real quick. Give me maybe, one second. Maybe try re- restarting your phone too. That might work. No. That's not. Yeah. That's what he said he's gonna do. So we'll be right. a second. We'll be a second, man. I, and and this gives you a perfect segue to go look up Lorenzo the Dream Killer Hood on fucking YouTube and check his fucking fights out. Here I'll play. I'll I'll look something up real quick. This is going to be, I'm telling you, you guys are you guys are going to be fucking surprised. This dude's a fucking scary man, and I'm glad that he's uh, not in the studio because he's big and scary. <laughs> he's big and scary. Yeah. Uh, athlete, dude, grew up grew up from nothing, man. Uh, didn't have nothing. Now look at him. He's, he's about to be the fucking man. <clears throat> Brain Jerk Entertainment Company. Make sure you subscribe to our uh, <laughs> all wins via first round knockout. All of them. Badass motherfucker. Fifteen. Yep. Fifteen and four. He is. Okay. Fuck being on some trail shit. He's back. Hang on a second. Stream yards. There we go. How are you hearing? Good. Yeah, that's good. Uh, All right, that's better. Uh, what I was saying is, we were telling our viewers uh, to look you up while we were having technical difficulties, and they're all coming back and saying they looked up some of your fights, and you're a badass motherfucker, man. Watch some of your film on YouTube. Yeah. You're a beast. That's that's what my uh, Jeremy Watson says. <laughs>
you know, and, and not worrying about uh, all the other shit. You know, you got to learn how to control what you can control and what you can't control just let it be. Mental health is very important, man. Mental health is one of the most important things you could do. And yeah. a lot of men, a lot of men don't like talking about it. A lot yeah, of men have yeah. trouble talking about it, and, and really that's what they need. You need that mental stability, you know, and everything else is so much easier. My thing is, like you said, it's like you got you can control certain things, you can't control certain things, and you got, just got to let those things you can't control go. It is what it is. Yep. Yeah. You can't yeah, dwell. Yeah, you know, like for me, man, I, I keep some real my own bullshit with fans and bullshit and anybody. You know, like in, uh, in 2016... You know, I was uh, I was fighting, and at that point was the biggest fight I had had in MBC. I was beating him for two rounds, man. I, I didn't train for the fight, and my leg was killing me. Um, you know, I had to sign, like, this waiver. Like, my knee was so bad, I said that, you know, if, if they had to amputate my leg or screw damage, I could sue them. Like, just this fight. Like, it was just so bad. And, uh, you know, still was winning both rounds, man, and then, Put him against a cage for like 10 seconds left in the second round, man. And this is where I talk about people, right? And a lot of people will never talk about this shit or, or admit to this shit. But, like, this is why I say mental health is so huge. So I put him against the cage. And he, he puts his, head over, his hand on my head, like, kind of like a guillotine. It's not tight at all, right? And there's 10 seconds left in the fight. And in my head, I was having this battle within myself. Like, man, do I even want to be here right now? Should I just tap, even though he's not choking me? Like, shit just quick. I don't want to fight a third round because I'm tired and I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it. And I and I tapped, bro. And I fucking tapped. You know, like, that's something that, that changed my entire life. That, that changed my my mind. Like, after that, I just felt sick with myself. Like, I was, you know, I quit on myself. I quit on my team. And, yep. And that was just like the mental weakness, man. That was just such mental weakness. Um, Because now, you know, if that fight would happen, you know, I would have, he could choke me for the next four or five minutes, and I would have been just fine. So, right. you know, people don't really understand, like, what that shit is like until you start really training your mind to, you know, become. And now, dude, I'm, I'm, anytime I step into a cage or a ring or, or whatever it is, I'm a fucking savage, man, because, like, that shit built me. That shit built me all the way down to zero, built myself all the way back up for the next five years. And uh, here we are. So, you know, without that moment, in my life without that, you know, that breaking point uh, where I had to be on myself and say, like, I'm mentally weak, you know, like, I need to get, I need to stop letting all these reasons be my excuses and start using this shit to be successful, and, uh, you know, and here we are, obviously, you know, so I've done a really good job of, of that, man, you know, not letting anything be excuse, but instead making that be my reason to succeed. Well, I've seen, I've seen a meme going around recently, it says, champions adapt, losers make excuses. Yep, that's what it is. You adapt to all that adversity, you know. You gotta, and I think you have yeah. to have some some trying super, mental super shit. True, man. Super true. I, I think you have to go through some serious mental shit. Like, you gotta break yourself down to come back stronger. To know, you know, you gotta have that fucking emotional scar tissue so you can come back stronger the next time. And then look at look at you. You you yep. start investing into yourself, and now fucking yeah, people. And you invest. Yeah, you know, now everybody is, uh, you know, now everybody is, you know, 
But, you know, without all that stuff I went through, man, I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you guys or, or you know, obviously getting ready to fight in, in the biggest stage of it all, you know. So right. I, I, I appreciate those moments, you know, my, my few losses in my career. I, I really learned so much from those things, you know, and, and, and mentally and physically both I grew from all those things, you know, because a lot of the times you just got to be honest with yourself, man, and I feel like it's easy to lie to yourself, man. It's a lot harder to yourself the truth. It's it's best to be fucking hold yourself accountable and and th- that's what that's what I like to hear, bro. Good. In my opinion, the truer you are with yourself, the the better your life will become. Yeah, yeah. In in all aspects, man. And in all aspects, you just gotta be honest with yourself, and you know they start realizing that you know how much shit becomes so much easier because you're able to. Kind of really in perspective, like what it is that needs to be fixed, you know, because you're telling yourself that you're lying to yourself, you know, and then gets fixed. And then the same situation happens again and you get the same result. And then you wonder why, you know, as opposed to being honest with yourself and understanding that you need to fix it. And then you fix it. Yep. When you're in the situation again, when you beat that situation because you, you know, you you were true with yourself and you learn how to beat it. Hell yeah, dude. I like the way that goes. Um, uh, Plug yourself in. I got one more question to you after you plug yourself in everywhere we can find you. Yeah, man. Oh, man, I got I got so many sponsors, man. Every time they do this part, I always forget uh, so many people. But, uh, you know, big shout out. I'm just going to say big shout out to Chicago 15 coach, Paul Reinhardt. Um. Obviously, uh, all my training partners who are getting ready to fight over the next thing, my skill and, and my hard work. You know, I'm going to keep doing it and keep bringing it. Uh, follow me on Twitter, NicoHandsDK. Instagram is The Real Dream Killer. Uh, and my fan page is The Dream Killer on Facebook. So, you know, follow me on there. Get up-to-date things of what I'm doing and, and what I'm talking about. And, you know, we got to go live and, and talk to people about real-life shit. And, you know, hopefully fire somebody to get up to catch and do something they were scared to do. Um, that's actually why we started too, just to show people, you know, that you got, you're not alone in this world. People, all, all, always, we, people have all fucked up. They're all trying to get over something. Yep. And then the better you get over it and the more positivity you bring into your life, the easier it is to get over. Uh, we got one more question for you. It's like, you got one last thing to say to the world. What what would it be? What is it? No way. <laughs> mic drop. Yeah, mic drop. <laughs> I'm too cool. Yeah. Uh, he's the real, the real dream killer. No, the dream killer. Yeah, the real dream killer oh, yeah. on, on on Twitter. Twitter. Follow him. Yeah, I know what Robert says. It was a... There we go. That was it, huh? Uh, I would say... Hey, man, don't run from shit. Don't run 
zooms. Everything you fear, run straight ahead at that shit. You know, don't dodge it, don't run from it. You're gonna, you know, it's gonna be there regardless. It's hidden behind what you fear most. That's truth. That's the truth, man. Uh, thank you for coming in and talking to us, bro. Uh, good luck to you in the future, bro. Good luck. I can't wait to see you on the main card when I do. And I'm going to be rooting for you the whole way, dude. Uh, thank you for sitting here. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me on, man. Yeah. Uh, it was great talking to you, bro. I, I can't wait to see what the future holds. And uh, with that, have a good, nice drive. And uh, fucking have a nice rest of the day, bro. All right, peace out, man. You guys Brought have a good day. Well, I do, man. Thank you guys, man. Jerk. Anytime Fuck you guys yeah. want me on, let me know. All right. Peace out.